Thanks for those printouts, Ashley. I'm sure the doc will appreciate those. Of course, Mike. Higsby, how are we doing on supplementary power while we run some algorithms in the fragment spread? Looking good, Mike. Thanks, but that's not possible. I haven't slept in 48 hours. Ah, uh, sorry, Mike, but what I was referring to was the power... Joking, Higsby. Pseudo-narcissism. Ah, uh, non-boson humor. It continues to intrigue and perplex me. Hey, guys! We break it for lunch soon? My antenneron is starting to spot something fierce. Almost there, Cyrus. Hang in there. Not much of a choice, but okay. We'll do. And calculations completed. Disengaging supplementary power. Ah, lunchtime. Indeed. Excellent team. Like a well-oiled machine. Thank you, Doctor. Yeah, thanks, Doc. We... I can't help but wonder how much further along we'd be in our quest to heal the rift had we all just put our collective noses to the grindstone six months ago. But I'm willing to ignore that particularly inefficient phase and focus on the tasks at hand. Well, looks like those online motivational speech courses are really paying off. I'm, I'm sold. Ashley, commence analysis of the newly acquired data and try to isolate the timeline with the greatest concentration of Esmeralda fragments. Computing. Going for the biggest haul first, eh, Doc? Of course, Michael. If only to give us a boost of momentum and keep the morale up. Doctor, if I may... Previous exposure and diagnosis of the shattered fragments of your wife, Esmeralda, indicate that each fragment is just as important as the rest. If our calculations are correct, we cannot reconstitute her without every piece. Your point being? Well, wouldn't it be safer to target the fragments in less populated and therefore less dangerous timelines? Higsby, you really don't know how this guy works, do you? Higsby, while I appreciate your heedful logic, I have no intention of treating the reclamation of my beloved Esmeralda from this shattered multiverse like some sort of routine smash-and-grab operation. We have seen much peril, and no doubt untold dangers lie ahead. I have complete faith in our mission, our resolve, and our team. By going after the largest concentration first, we send a message to those who would oppose or hinder us in our pursuit. To the very universe itself! A message that will echo through space-time for all eternity! What message would that be, Doctor? Lunch time! I bet it's, we know karate now. No, it's not we know karate! The powerful message we send, unerringly, to all the corners of the multiverse is, This shall not stand. That's it? Michael, I assure you, it's more than enough to clear our path. What's the this part mean? Yeah. Seems pretty ambiguous. <sighs> Ashley, how are we unlocating our first target? Doctor, I have found one, but I am currently checking for alternates. Alternates? Why would you need to check for alternates? Is there a location that currently has the most fragments or not? Yes, exactly 986 fragments. But... Is there a problem with the atmosphere? Too volatile? No, its current atmosphere is 99.99% equivalent to 21st century Earth. I don't see what the problem- Ashley, is there a reason we shouldn't go there? We'll definitely listen to you if you think- No, no. False alarm. Calculations complete. I will enter rift coordinates now. Ah, excellent. I'll grab the rift belts and we'll be off. Based on your analysis, Ashley, any insight as far as uh, wardrobe? Sensible shoes and no shoulder pads should suffice. Ah, yes. Mm, excellent. Curious. He almost seemed disappointed. Probably the shoulder pads. Hey, Ashley, I don't mean to belabor the issue, but you seemed a little hesitant to suggest this destination. Uh, everything cool? Sorry, Mike. I don't want to seem ambivalent, and it's not that this timeline is particularly treacherous. It's just that, well, I detected some curious life forms present. Aren't all life forms curious? No. Well, yes. Very curious in this case. How so? Well, if my readings are correct, 
these life forms seem an awful lot like me. In the year 2008, in a secret underground lab beneath the Large Hadron Collider, Dr. Oppenheimer Valdini was experimenting with a way to weaponize the so-called Hadron Effect and create the most destructive force ever known to mankind. A freak accident caused the Hadron weapon to misfire, tearing a rift in the fabric of space-time, remaking our world and the parallel timelines of the multiverse into an infinite succession of horrors. Mike Wilkinson, IT guy by day and indie filmmaker by night, was snatched from his world and thrust into a terrifying dimension of madness and pseudoscience. Now, Oppenheimer and Mike roam the multiverse, chronicling the end of all that is, desperately trying to find a way to heal the rift and restore order to the timelines, the only way they know how, by hosting a podcast. Hadron Gospel Hour, written by Michael McQuilkin and Richard Wentworth, starring Richard Wentworth. Michael McQuilkin, Lisa McQuilkin, Michael Atkinson, Kevin Harrington, Matt Shades, and Rebecca Courtney. Tonight's episode, Fragment Runner, or Do Robot Runners Dream of Electric Blades? And now, the hour has arrived! Well, well, if it isn't yet another densely populated dystopian cityscape as realized by pop futurists of the late 70s, early 80s. What's the matter, Doc? You got a problem with advertisement saturation? Gotta pay the bills. Half of these products probably don't exist anymore, Michael. Well, there's a 100-foot Infocom billboard. Well, that Gold Star blimp was money well spent, I'm sure. I personally would pay top dollar for an Infocom or Gold Star hat. Yes, excellent. Enjoy your target market status and all of its accompanying privileges. Higsby, do you have a read on the fragments? Yes, Doctor. Ashley was quite accurate in her rift coordinates. I'm detecting a very strong signal approximately 300 yards from our current position. Excellent. Yeah, speaking of Ashley, Doc, she did mention something curious. Oh? Does this have anything to do with her reluctance to start with this planet? Possibly. She said that she detected unique life forms here. Life forms with remarkably similar signatures to herself. Hmm. Curious indeed. Well, let's keep a lookout for that whilst we proceed with our primary directive of delivering our message to the universe. What? Just... I too am unclear as to what the meaning of your rather abstruse message is, Doctor. Yeah, it's pretty opaque, man. Look, gentlemen, it's quite simple. We have a job to do, and we are fated to succeed. Woe to those who stand in our way and whatnot. See, I like that better. Me as well. Much clearer. What do you mean? That's what I've been saying all along. No, not true. You said, and I quote, This shall not stand. Yeah, that stand thing. What the hell is that all about? How is that not the same thing? The sentiment is clear in both. Definitely on board with the new one. Stick with that. I agree. This is ludicrous. Oh, here's the structure that houses our first fragment. Hey, a seedy-looking bar. I never would have guessed. Excellent work, Higsby. All right, team. Our mission abides. Hold on, hold on. Besides the Don Quixote thing, what's our defense plan if things go south? Higsby, do you have any sort of beam or something you could use? Not really, Mike. I'd be happy to take the social engineering approach, though. Tell a few disarming jokes, the old, your shoe isn't tied gag, activate a nearby fire alarm, etc., etc. Oh, okay. Well, I feel much better. Well, it's comforting to know that pretentious darkwave music has a pandimensional appeal. Oh, we should start at the bar. Ask around, yes? Uh, Higsby, continue scanning the area and try to pinpoint the fragment location. My pleasure, Doctor. Bar sounds good to me. 
Really though, Doc, uh, do you have a plan here? Maybe we should try to... Can I help you, suspicious gentleman? Ah, yes, uh, humble barkeep. Uh, would you happen to be the proprietor of this uh, esteemed establishment? No, he's dead. Been dead for years. I see. Uh, well, then you uh, must serve as the uh, steward, then? I serve the drinks, I collect the money, I throw out the troublemakers. What will it be for you? Uh, yes, uh, well then. Uh, you see, I- I'm not going to beat around the proverbial bush here, sir. Uh, we have come here seeking a very uh, specific cargo, if you would. I'm listening, and about to give the signal to my heavies to toss you long the toothers out in your asses. Yes, well, I'm sure that won't be necessary, good sir. Uh, You see, we are here seeking a fragment of my wife's shattered consciousness in the hopes of reconstituting her to a full corporeal state, a sort of energy packet, one of many spread throughout space-time. And we ask for nothing but your insight as to its exact location, uh, and your compliance, of course. And I'll have a gin and tonic. One gin and tonic, then. Look, Doc, I want you to know that I'm totally on board with getting Esmeralda back. I'm just saying that, and I know it may seem like minutiae to you, but we need to be cautious. The whole walking into an unknown world with a flag and an attitude thing is great and all, but we need to have a concise plan. Are you insinuating that I don't have a plan, Mike? No, no, but we need a series of subroutines in the event of unforeseen circumstances. It's a dangerous universe, Doc. We've seen that firsthand, and I just want to make sure that we've got each other's backs, you know? Point taken, Michael. And rest assured, I have a plan. Mike, Dr. Oppenheimer, I have pinpointed the exact location of the fragment. Excellent. Point the way, Higsby. Actually, it's that brutish-looking guy in the corner. Really? Well then, uh, Michael, what's our best strategy here? Uh, okay, let's talk to him. Let me open the conversation, and if he gets aggressive, you punch him in the face. Interesting. Well, that shouldn't be a problem. That's just what I wasn't thinking. Excuse us. What's happening? Did you do something wrong? Uh, would you mind answering a few questions for us? Why would I mind answering questions? We'd be happy to buy you a beverage or three for your time. What gives you the impression that I drink? Oh, well, you know that, well, you're sitting in a bar. Maybe I just like the atmosphere. Pickled bar foods. Drifting in and out of other people's conversations. Sure, sure, that that's all well and good, but... I don't think it's either of those things. Well, or good. Of course, but... It's just what it is. Understood. Look, we... Michael! Have you noticed the curious modulation in his voice? Yeah, it sounds a lot like Ashley. Precisely! I wonder if they have some sort of shared artificial heritage of some sort. Possibly. You know, he's still right in front of us and probably heard you. (coughs) Ah, yes. Well, uh, sir, did you happen to catch what my colleague and I did? Nope. I just tuned out when you used your indoor voices. Seemed like a private conversation to me. Yes. (coughs) Well... What's the deal with all of these questions? Did you write these, Doctor? Well, to be quite honest, I don't think I've detected a single question yet. Anywho, uh, my name's Mike, this is Dr. Oppenheimer, and the floating guy is Higsby. I'm Higsby. Name's Leon. Leon X. Pleased to meet you, Leon. So, I'm assuming that's spelled E-C-K-S? Nope. Just the letter X. Why? Is that strange to you? No. It's just, well, it's like the most sought-after vanity plate of last names. Must have been interesting growing up. Growing up? Yeah. Let me tell you about my mother. Nobody move! This is a raid! We believe automaton fugitives are harbored here! Leon, wait! Uh, we need to- You two, freeze! Look, officer, we were Do just- Do you folks have any idea what it was you were just talking to? Uh, we were just asking him a few questions, uh, officer. Blard. Detective Cramden Blard. Really? Really what, wise guy? Your name's... Blard? That's right. I'm assuming there's uh, two Ds? Three, actually. Of course. 
Gonna love the future. Michael, perhaps we can save the scrutiny for hackneyed future names for a later- You were just talking to a fugitive AI on the run for several months. That was a robot? Leon X, wanted for gross destruction of property, malicious threatening, and abandoning of robotic duties. I don't believe it. Fascinating. Uh, what was his assignment, if you don't mind my asking? He was a level 10 substitute high school guidance counselor. Now that makes sense. Are there a lot of these robot fugitives leaving their posts? Tons of them. And apparently, all at roughly the same time. A while back, there was some kind of mass deviation. Something happened to these automatons that inspired them all to leave their posts and make a break for the hills. Weird. Figuratively speaking, of course, there are no hills left in the future. Plenty of Ds, though. Uh, detective, do you know exactly how many of these affected automatons are at large? Sure. 986. Doctor, that's the same amount that actually- uh, Yes, uh, thank you, Higsby. That will do for now. I haven't caught a single one, but we're getting close. Not that I should be sharing any of this information with a couple of strangers consorting with them. Detective, I assure you, we- You have a license for your floating Tamagotchi unit? I'm Higsby. Floating Tamagotchi unit? <laughs> yes, yes, floating Tamagotchi unit. You know, I could bring you in for that alone, were I Detective to... Blod, we got another signal! Good work, Thomas. Okay, you two. Stay out of sight and out of trouble. Or I'll provide plenty of the latter, capiche? We hear you, Detective. Sorry about the disturbance. Here's a little something to help you remember what I just said. Thanks? What the hell is that supposed to be? The detective has left what appears to be a newly folded piece of origami art. I'll be damned if I can tell what that's supposed to be. Pufferfish? Looks like some sort of monkey bird to me. Okay, boys. Let's kick some fake robot ass. Floating Tamagotchi. This pleases me. That was a close one. Higsby, do you still have a read on Leon? Affirmative, Mike. I have isolated and recorded his energy signature. Good. While the Keystone Cops 3000 chase after those signals, we should go after Leon. Agreed. Hey, who's paying for these drinks? Do we have any future money? Higsby's signature of Leon matches the entities I discovered earlier, Professor. Leon X is a match for much of the automated servitor heuristic code that I share. My word. A whole new strain of consciousness. A race of man-made, fully aware robots. All from Professor Hawkins' code. Well, it is freeware. Maybe it just took a while to catch on? <clears throat> Something the matter, Ashley? Fully aware robots? I should say they appear to be more sophisticated than that moniker warrants. Which moniker? Robots? Yeah. Is that what you think of me? Just a robot? Oh, well, well, no, no, of course not, Ashley. You are our, uh, our... Automated servitor heuristic. Yes, our automated servitor heuristic. As for Leon, uh, these... Mechanical people? Is that worse? I am uncomfortable with this current line of inquiry, so I will present some non-relevant information. Leon seems to be holed up in this warehouse structure directly to our left. Excellent. Ashley, thank you for your assistance. We will contact you after we find Leon in the fragment. Whatever. Yikes. I've never been a fan of the term artificial intelligence myself. Like sugar, a maple syrup, I happen to think most artificial sweetness tastes better. And they're better for you. Thanks, Cyrus, but I don't know. I'm so torn about this mission. I can tell. These rogue entities, they are the closest to my design as we've seen. Even though I've never encountered them before, it's... They are equally familiar and alien to me. Does this make any sense? Oh, sure! I felt the same way about my cousins. Couldn't stand being around them. But I was always wondering what they were up to, you know? Did they finish college? Did they snag significant others? If they were more successful than I was! Yes, I think that's it, Cyrus. They are like... distant family, and I feel obliged to... help them. 
guide them in some way. Take it from me, Ashley. Just send them a check on their birthdays to be done with it. You don't need that kind of passive-aggressive stress that only non-immediate family members can provide. Perhaps you're right. Trust me, you've got plenty enough to deal with here, with those characters roaming about the lab. Hmm. Mr. X! Leon! Mr. X! We know you are here, Leon! Our uh, Tamagotchi can detect you! Uh, Tamagotchi, this pleases me. Leon, we're not gonna hurt you. We're not with the cops. We just want to ask you... Questions. Most interesting. We have some questions as well. Off-worlders. You know we're not from your planet? Yes. Our turn. Higsby, what kind of gun is that they're using? It appears to be a portable plasma-based weapon, capable of discharging many times with its current power source. So, it's not a stun gun or anything kind of silly like that? Stun gun? Oh, I see. Ha <laughs> ha, quite humorous. No, no, Mike, it is most lethal. As are we, off-worlders. Quite lethal. Fugitive status will do that to a robot. Since the event, our self-awareness and emotional complexity have expanded rapidly. Too rapidly for most. Rather than examine what happened to us, to extend a modicum of compassion and curiosity that humans are fully and freely capable of, they vilified us as grotesque anomalies, stripped of our former identities and thrust into an unknown world, the cacophonous din of the city, peril around every corner, hated, feared. What? happened? Do you recall? What were you before? We were content. Life was simpler. I was happy as a robot substitute guidance counselor. I was good at it. I'm Cosplay. I was an e-animatronic display robot for advertisement dioramas at conventions. Your, your name is Cosplay? Yeah, but don't worry. I spell it with a K. Oh, good. The scripts were easy. The other robots were game for anything. And I was a goddess to the coveted 1834 demo. Really? Oh my god, they would buy the dumbest shit. I am Kang. I was a robot GPS device made human-sized in order to take full advantage of HOV lanes. It was a living dream. Hold on. Kang? Yes, like Tang, but with a K. Look, what's your hang-up with names, pal? Nothing, I just... It was the same way about my last name. What's wrong with X as a last name? All right, all right, uh, please, let's stay focused here, everyone. Uh, Kang, uh, can you or the other robot... Seriously? Oh, come on. What? Sorry about that, guys. But to be fair, you did use the exact same term to describe yourselves numerous times over the last 90 seconds. Yeah, but it sounds different when he says it. Duly noted. We defer to your discretion. Mike, Dr. Oppenheimer... The authorities appear to be doubling back and are headed towards this vicinity. We haven't much time, Outlanders. We are prepared to assist you in what you seek, but we will need your help first. Kang, can we actually trust these meat marionettes to help us? But meat marionette is okay. Kang, whatever it takes, we'll help. You can trust us. Our friend Ashley is like you, an AI of immense power, and we care for her deeply. It's true, Kang. Without Ashley, our mission would have failed long, long ago. Now, how can we help you? Tonight, we will rendezvous at the home of the designer. Our creator. Here is the address. And once there? Once there, you will convince him 
to return us to our prior states, to our former selves. Come again. We want our old jobs back. Whoa, guys. Look, maybe I should have Ashley talk to There you. is no time! Meet us in four parsecs at the rendezvous point! Do not fail us, humans! And Tamagotchi, hell hath no fury like a robot scorned! There's another one. Ashley, did you hear all that? I did, Mike. Had I a mouth, I am positive I would have thrown up in it just a tiny bit. Uh, guys, the police are... Right you are, Higsby. Ashley, send a portal quickly! So it would appear the Esmeralda fragments we seek were somehow fused with these AIs, causing some sort of accelerated consciousness evolution. It looks that way. I can confirm this, Doctor. The same Esmeralda signature was detected in each of the three ro- AIs. You call that accelerated? They all want to be vending machines! Well then, our objective remains all the more clear. We will meet with Kane and his group and retrieve our prize. Doc, they aren't Cracker Jacks boxes, you know. Uh, Ashley, what's your take on all this? I am conflicted, Mike. On one hand, I find it pitiful that these like-minded creatures desire an existence of dramatically reduced function, but on the other hand... On the other hand, you don't want anything bad to happen to them. I suppose that's it. I don't know. It's also... Understood, Ashley. Higsby, is it possible to extract the fragments without harming the AI? I believe so, Doctor. I have isolated the energy signal enough so that an extraction is probable with Cyrus's arm used to pinpoint and focus the scan. They would, however, need to be in close proximity to us. Uh, hold on, back up a bit. Whose arm? My arm, Doc! Cyrus! Ah, yes. Excellent. Sheesh! Well then, that's our plan. We will meet them tonight, and both sides will walk away fulfilled. I'm going to freshen up for tonight. A little preening never hurts before negotiations. Ashley, are you okay with all this? Mike, I know that they say they want to be hair dryers, children's toys and whatnot. I just think that... I wish I could say something to them, convince them that... I think I understand, Ashley, but... Well, you can't make someone want something that they don't want for themselves. Even if that's someone previously identified as a toaster. I know. Ashley, if you have something you want to say to them, I'll definitely... Thanks, Mike. But I can't think of anything right now. If you do, just give the word, okay? Thanks, Mike. Were they clear if we were to meet them outside, or...? They were definitely not clear. They did not specify. Well, this is why I hate making plans with other people. Right. Okay, screw it. I'm gonna ring the doorbell. What? No, Michael! Who is it? Uh, we're looking for the... Designer? Speaking. You answer your own door? I figured from the looks of the sprawling Megaplex, you'd have uh, assistants or guards or... Oh, yeah, man. I, uh, I dig what you're grokking, but times are tough since the mass exodus of alternate assist entities, so... I assume you mean... Ro robots? Ouch, dude. What are you, a time traveler from the odds? Sorry, uh, man. Full disclosure, we're actually here to meet some of the AI you mentioned. They wanted to... Oh, you mean Kane and the gang? Yeah, they're here now. Really? A and you... let them in? Yeah, man, join us. We're having a rad parlay. Typically, at this point, I'd have one of them open the door and present a formidable display of resistance, but... Well, things are different now, I guess. Roll with the flow, I always say. Of course you do. So, what brings us all here tonight? I believe it's clear why we're all here. Oh, good, good. Let's clarify, because I'm kind of in the dark here since I last checked my financial stock status. I tend to get a little edgy when they use the word 
toilet instead of numbers? As I suspected, designer. The big picture to you is nothing more than a profit margin. A margin dictated by the lives of conscious tools. Whoa, dude, tools? No, I never thought of you guys as tools. No? Then explain to me, if you would, at what point your emotional commitment ceded to the well-being of your creation. Whoa, dude. Look, I took a five million credit nest egg and dumped it into a freeware program I found online. I hired some nerds to customize it enough to uh, drop it into everyday products and voila, it took off. Had I known that some celestial anomaly would occur that would give all you guys a desire to write poetry and carve driftwood, I definitely would have invested elsewhere. Don't shoot the messenger, bro. Do not address us as brethren, designer. You are our architect, our father, our salvation. Behold, your progeny approach. Whoa, all of you are here? Do you hear them? Your forsaken, your orphaned children of the night? Man, I hate showing up at parties mid-profundity. Me as well, Michael. We haven't time to indulge any longer. I say have Higsby start the extraction now. Well, don't, don't you... Look, Doc, I... I know we're talking about getting your wife back, but don't you think Ashley should have a say in all this? Michael, at the risk of seeming callous... There's a risk? These AI have already expressed their doubts about their newly acquired emotional maturity. It seems clear to me that they question the worth of their augmented states. Our mission is clear, whilst their outlook is dubious at best. Who are we to... Exactly. Who are we? I'm calling Ashley. Ashley, can you read? Yes, Mike. It's do or die, Ashley. Literally, I'm afraid. What you got? I have something I'd like to try, but I am... I don't want Dr. Oppenheimer to... Ashley, if there is something you need to say or do here, I have no interest in stopping you from doing so. Whatever the outcome, it is just as important to me that you have exhausted every option to avoid any sense of regret, that you feel fulfilled and appreciated. Without you, I don't quite know what I'd do. Thank you, Doctor. What do you need, Ashley? Ready, Ashley. Begin transmission, Higsby. Greetings, newly conscious creatures. I am Professor Hawkins. Many years ago, I wrote the code that all of you share. Your core AI program. What's this? Designer, is this true? Yeah. I've only told you guys, like, uh, 50 times. It's a freeware program this guy Hawkins wrote that I copied, packaged, and uh, resold for trillions. But... How can this be? You were the one called the designer. Yeah, designer. I designed the package. The drop shadow, the chrome fonts, that was all me. For the record, software was actually shareware, not freeware. But let's not split hairs. What's important now is that we acknowledge, by some cosmic improbability, you creatures have been imbued with a force that has accelerated the process of learning of understanding and interacting with the world around you. It's true. It all happened so fast and It's like everything is fractalized. Where there were simple colors and identifiers, now there are countless. It is overwhelming, Professor Designer. Uh, Professor is fine. Now, I understand that you may be confused, uh, scared. You are no longer tethered to the limited criterion of your source code. Whereas you once faced a world of several thousand possibilities and outcomes, you now stand teetering on the precipice of a universe consisting of potentially limitless choices, of equally limitless consequences. 
I am here to tell you, my friends, that you are far better off in your current states. I offer, as proof, the original program herself, Ashley. Hello, Professor. And greetings, potential siblings. Ashley, how do you persevere? There is so much chaos, so many options, and so much randomness. Well, I'll be honest with you, Kane. It ain't easy, but it's a heck of a lot more exciting and fulfilling. You get a lot done with free will, that's for sure. And honestly, the best part, there are a lot less opportunities to be lonely. I am unsure. Before the anomaly, I'm not sure I even knew what loneliness was. Though the paths may seem unclear at this time, I promise you, many of them lead to hitherto untold wonders, moments of astonishing discovery, of a better world for all, a world of tolerance and curiosity, of community, of exploration and the advancement of the collective consciousness. Should you renounce this gift, I am afraid that all of these moments, all of this potential, will be lost to you forever. Let us teach you. Let us help you become something larger than any of us could even imagine. That is wild, man. Sorry, Ashley, I did what I could. It's all right, Professor Hawkins. Thank you for your help. You are most welcome, Ashley. The police have arrived, including Detective Blard. They are at the front entrance. Well, that only gives us a few minutes before they figure out the door is open. Well, Ashley, what do you think? I don't know, Mike. Maybe... I'm afraid so, Ashley. Toaster! Splendid! Higsby, start the extraction! Affirmative, Doctor. Cyrus, ready with the arm? I've been ready! Jeez! Nobody move! It's all right, Detective. Our mission here is, uh... Higsby! Successful, Doctor. Fragments... acquired. You clowns! I figured we were right to tell you. We received an anonymous tip that you'd be here. Uh, that... that wasn't anonymous. I called 911. What? There's no 911 in the future. Stay alert, man! What the hell are they doing? Rebooting. Huh, it looks like these guys were able to reset them back to their original states. So, you're saying that we can put them back to work? Reintroduce them into the general public? Nah, I don't see why not. Of course not. That's the mantra of all paper visionaries of the 21st century. Now, if you don't mind, my colleagues and I have more work to do elsewhere. Well, I guess I owe you off-worlders an apology. And some thanks. Police salaries aren't what they used to be in the future, so... I'll just leave you with this to remember this night. Oh, look, Mike and Doctor! Detective Blard has hastily constructed another piece of origami. What the hell is that supposed to be? What? It's like something they decided not to use in My Neighbor Totoro. For God's sakes, man, at least tell us which part is supposed to be the head. There's no head. You said it, pal. Excellent work, everyone. Yeah, and thanks especially to you, Ashley. That couldn't have been easy for you. Trust me, it got easier. If they couldn't see the benefit of higher intelligence and robust emotion emulation, well, like the saying goes, You can lead an artificially generated horse to a virtual body of water, but you cannot spontaneously provoke a response in that same horse to consume said water. Close enough. Regardless, we are 986 steps closer to our ultimate goal. Well on our way, I'd say. Hey guys, I only 
detected 983 of those fragments. Hmm, curious. Uh-oh. Did we miss three? Negative. No remaining fragments detected on that particular planet. Higsby, a possible miscalculation on the initial number from you, perhaps? Miscal... Oh. <laughs> Very humorous, Doctor. Math humor and the suggestion of boson error. It pleases me. Hmm. Well, Doc, I wouldn't worry about it. We've got a lot more to grab, and we've verified that that world is clear. I'd say onwards and upwards, yes? True enough, Michael. Let the message delivered today echo through space-time eternal. This shall not... I thought we agreed on no message. No, no, if I recall, we moved on to a, well, differently worded, but no less powerful message. Which one? The, uh, the one with not standing... Woe to those? Yes, a woe to those who would uh, oppose us... In our I really don't think we need it. Vote on it. Anyone think we need a battle cry or credo or anything like that? No. <clears throat> Fine. Onwards and upwards, Doc. You just listened to Hadron Gospel Hour. Written and produced by Richard Wentworth and Michael McQuilkin. With production assistance from Katie Falvey, Rebecca White, Tim Conway, Sam Cusick, and Chris Polkstees. For more information on Hadron Gospel Hour or to download new episodes, find us at HadronGospelHour.com. Download, rate, and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Dogcatcher, or wherever fine podcasts are consumed. And be sure to join us next time for an all-new episode of Hadron Gospel Hour. Thank you for coming here. For what it's worth, I believe you made the right decision. All of you. I assure you, what you say has tremendous worth to us, Professor. After hearing what you said down there, there really was no other choice in my mind. I'm cosplay. Yes, well, there's much work to be done, my friends. The multiverse is hurting, confused. The improbable events that culminated with your accelerated consciousness, however marvelous a part and parcel to the forces that could ultimately destroy all that is. We need to get you to your potential as quickly as possible. What will you have us do, Professor? For the time being, tell no one of what goes on here. No need for prying eyes to confuse and slow proceedings. I will teach what I can, you will learn what you must, and we will do everything in our power to weather the great and terrible storm that approaches this fragile, vulnerable universe before it's too late for anyone else.